Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations, the show where we ask children quick, fun, and thought-provoking questions to develop their creativity, critical thinking, and many other key skills in just a few minutes every day. Hi, my name's Kevin, founder of Kid Coach and dad of two kids. As a parent, I was always wondering if I was doing enough with my children. So I started writing questions for them that were quick and fun to talk about, but also built key 21st century skills I knew they would need. When I shared the questions with other parents, they loved how it launched more meaningful conversations at home and the Kid Coach app was born. Turns out that this approach is perfect for parents of six to 12 year olds who want to be more hands-on in their children's development and for those seeking conversations to get their kids talking and thinking, but who only have five minutes a day to do so. So if that's you, then stay tuned because you're about to hear exactly how it works. In these episodes, my team and I will be asking lots of different children questions straight from the Kid Coach app, and you'll see how we can build the skills that matter the most simply through conversation. This week, we spoke with Amaya, age 11, about planning a party and all the steps you'd have to go through to make one happen. We had to arrange a venue, food to cater to a wide group, and how to clean up afterwards. Loads to plan here while making sure nothing gets forgotten. So, Maya, my question for you now is, if you are going to plan a party for all your friends, what are all the different things that you need to think about to make it the best party it can be? Okay. <clears throat> so you need to think about location. Firstly, if it's all of your friends, to me, I have quite a, quite a lot of friends and I don't think my house would be big enough. So maybe I would get some kind of hall somewhere. Or I could do it in the garden, depending on the weather. You need to think about food, because obviously you can't have a party without food. Um, You need to think about decorations, because how you're going to make it look. You're going to need to think about music, because normally there's music. You're going to need to think about activities, um, because then it would just be boring. (laughs) Uh, And... You need to think about what friends to invite as well. Because if you know that there's some friends that will don't like this kind of stuff, then you don't want to invite them, I guess. Okay, so that's that's six kind of umbrella categories you've got there. So mm-hmm. let's go through the process of planning this. So first of all, thinking about place to plan it. That was your first one. If your house isn't going to be big enough, then you need to either go in the garden or in a hall. Mm-hmm. If we're thinking about you planning this, there's costs to renting out a hall as opposed to doing it in the garden. Yeah. But what do you think would make the best party? If Do you think you would be fine to spend some money if it meant the party would be better? Um, I think I would be all right to spend some money. But first I wanted to, I would want to see the total cost of the party. Because if it would be a nice day, my garden's fairly big. So I would be able to have a party there. I think it just depends on the weather because you don't want it raining and you're outside. Mm, The weather Um, can be really temperamental, can't it? And so you have to plan that in advance as well. 
if it was something like summer, it might be better to have my party outside because I can even put like a pool, like a paddling pool there. (laughs) And yeah, and I could have ice cream there. Very true. Garden parties can be really good in the the warm because you get plenty of reasons to sit around and put your feet in the pool and eat ice cream all day. Exactly. That's pretty good. So then even if we have that as our plan, so if we say it's going to be the summer and we want to have our garden party, what if it turns up on the day and even though we check the weather forecast, suddenly it's raining? How would we plan for that? So I think maybe we could do something inside if it goes bad. Like instead of a party, we could have we could like have a movie day or something like that instead of a party if it did start raining because, well, you can't just send everybody home and you need to do something else fun instead of it being boring. So you can just do something inside or you can just go to the hall and see if it has and choose some kind of outside venue that also has an inside or something that's outside with like a cover. Ah, get like some gazebos or something around, get some like yeah. tarps. Mm-hmm. That's good. So it's always Which good to have a backup plan be... for that kind of thing. Because yeah. there's always gonna be factors that you can't fully control, especially with planning <laughs> a party, because you've got factors like the rain, ordering your food maybe doesn't arrive. Or if your friends, I don't know, have a falling out, maybe. There's a lot of things you need to have yeah. safety nets for. You should make sure that um, the people you're not inviting hang out with one of the person you are inviting so that there are no fallouts and the party can carry on. You can say, this person sounds really fun. Why don't you go and hang out with them? <laughs> and you can just abandon your best friend for the day. <laughs> that sounds kind it's of mean, but anything, I get what you mean. It's not anything to do with the party. Why did I even say that? <laughs> it, it sounds kind of harsh, but I, I get why you would. <laughs> yeah, so, it's for the good of the party. And that's always what's most important. Yes. So then we've got our venue and we've got our backup plan for if it gets bad weather, but we need to make sure it can be fun. So what things are you going to have in this party to make sure that people are going to have fun? Well, we can have music and we can, and there's be like dancing and stuff, or you can have like activities and games, um, like pin the tail on the donkey or a piñata good classic party games good classics anything else you would plan for it uh oh yeah the food you need to make sure that you don't have any that people don't have allergies and you need to cater for the allergies because yeah and you need to make sure that the food's nice and that everybody likes it like pizza, because everybody likes pizza. Everybody likes pizza. <laughs> all right, all right. So there's a lot of pre-planning there. So we have to pre-plan for the weather, we have to pre-plan 
for the place. We have to pre-plan to make sure people aren't going to have, you know, an anaphylactic allergic reaction. There's a lot of pre anything else we need to pre-plan for this before the party happens. Uh you need to pre-plan. No, I don't think there's anything else. There are decorations actually. Ooh. Like a confetti machine or um bunting. Bunt. I haven't heard anyone talk about bunting for a while, but that's a very good point. Bunting's always great for a party, it always livens up the look of it. <laughs> in terms of then planning in advance, what about making sure everyone gets there in time? Like sending out invites or maybe having to help people oh, get yeah. to the party as well? Like so say if someone can... wants to get there but they can't drive, for example, how would you help them get there? Well, you can ask, they can ask their parents to drive them there. Uh, like if they have to, and if their parents are free. Or like you can do like a car share thing. So like uh, the friends go together. Mm. Or if it's like a really fun party for something, because I'm a leaver, uh, we're going to do a big party after um, the last day of school or something like that um, to celebrate us leaving. If it's something really big, we, you can even hire out a limousine, actually, because that was one of my ideas when they said, what do you want in the party? And everybody actually liked that idea. So if you want to make it really fun and really different, you can even do something like that. Okay. And you can, like, pick everybody up at their house. <laughs> Everyone would feel like royalty, like superstars, wouldn't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of things we have to plan in advance just for a party. We've got to pre-plan all those different factors. So let's say we've planned it perfectly. We've put up all our decorations. We've sent out the invites. We've got a car share. We've got a location. We've got our food. We've got our games. What about when the party starts? Does your job as the host end, or are there more things you need to think about? Well, you obviously want to talk to everybody. Like, you need to have some social aspect to it as well. Mm. And you can almost, you can, like, as a host, it doesn't, it doesn't end until the party's over, almost. You kind of have to keep every, everything going, because if the party starts getting dull, you say, come on, let's do this. This is going to be fun, or or something like that. You just need to make sure the party's going and the party keeps, like, being fun and people like it. That's a lot of work for someone to do, for all the pre-planning and planning during the party. Now then, I know how my parents feel. Right. It, it's, it's a lot to think about. They go, oh, yeah, it's my birthday. This all's happened. But there's a lot of thought that went into it yeah. beforehand. And what about mm-hmm. afterwards as well? So once the party has ended, what about uh, making sure everyone had a good time or cleaning up? There's a lot more work after that as well, isn't there? Yeah, you can. Um, well, for the actual people when they're leaving, you can give like a party bag or something or a thank you for coming and I hope you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Something like that, just to make it like friendly. 
or if they, you didn't just come to the party because I'm the best and you have to do that. Because that, like, almost, that defeats the whole purpose of it. Like, you just need to say, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you come to another one of my parties or something like that. Mm. Um, and uh, with the cleaning up, I think you're going to, you can put, like, these... Um, tablecloth thingies on the table then if food spills on the table you can just lift it up and then you can bundle it up and <laughs> throw it in the bin because then it takes it's a lot less work as well and on the floor you can put like a big mat or something that looks nice and then you can do the same you can just bundle it up and you can take all of the food out of it you can pour it out a lot of a lot of uh, covering things up to make sure that one, it's easy to clean up, and also none of your stuff gets dirty. You know, if someone spills their drink exactly. on your carpet, you'd rather they spilt it on your little tarp instead. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So is there a specific order? If we want to do a checklist, say, and we wanted to tick things off a list and do them exactly in order, is there a set order we do these things in? Um, I think when you're cleaning up, you need to... You need to think of an order. Like, you have to take the food off the table first. Um, and you also need to clean the bowls and stuff because, well, because other people have just put their hands into it and stuff. And, and it could, and you also need to make sure that, because if you are going into somebody's hall, like, you can't just leave it completely dirty. Because I think, well, because it is somebody else's, I guess. So you need to have, if you, you can even hire like cleaners. I think you get cleaners and you can even like get help and stuff Mm. and like pay them to help you clean it up because it would be a lot of work for one person. It works. Can you have a whole party? That's a that's a lot of work. Mm, yeah. What about the pre-planning as well? So we've thought about all our food and locations and deckies and all that stuff. Do we have to plan each thing in a set order? So do we need to like find the venue first? Then do we need to get the food? Do we need to send the invites last? How do we do this in the right order to make sure nothing goes wrong? So first, I think you need to hire out the hall. To make you need to find a hall first because otherwise there is no party. Mm-hmm. So you find the hall, I think then you find something, some caterers and stuff. Once you've got that sorted out, you then send the invites. And I think just a few days before the party, you put up the decorations and um, you figure out. And after the in, you send the invites, you figure out the games and or you can ask before you order the food if anybody has allergies to mm. send the invites then. It just depends on how, if you've got the haul. I think you need to get the haul before you do anything. Mm. And then it's, for me, it would be food and then invites. Or it can be invites and then food. Because you first need to find if people are available to cater. Because even if people do have allergies, it doesn't matter if there's nobody to cater. 
for the allergies. What if the worst thing happened? What if you planned your party, you found the hall, you found the food, you sent out invites, and then everyone was busy? Then would that change the order in which we do things? Would we maybe not book the hall or the food first? Would we wait and see if people were coming first? So I guess this is a bit like a holiday because we're supposed to go to Crete Mm -hmm. on Sunday and we haven't booked accommodation yet, but we booked the flight. It's because at the last minute, me, mum, my dad and my sister, we all have COVID. (laughs) So so it would be really annoying if we had to cancel the hotel as well. Mm. So... I think it does, You, I think maybe you need to check if people are available. You send them the date and then you send them the proper invite after everything's booked. And if uh, they aren't available on that day, you can just find another day. So a pre-invite to check for people's availability and then you start spending money on the plans. Yeah, because there's no point spending money. Then the hall suddenly says, sorry, no refunds. We said on the website, you know, that really tiny writing at the bottom. Yeah, the little subtext. That nobody reads. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we need to make sure that we keep ourselves, in terms of spending our money, safe. Mm -hmm. Just in case people don't turn up and have COVID. Like, if everyone suddenly had COVID. Mm -hmm. So then... Last kind of question there, because it seems like we've got a pretty good way to plan out this party. But there can be times when things are not able to be planned so far in advance. Say you have a job and your job is to plan events. You know, you, you put on festivals, you put on like night parties. What if you suddenly came up to you and your boss says to you, you need to plan a party and it's going to be in two days time. And we want to have lots of people turn up to uh, this building to celebrate i don't know the queen's dog's birthday you know it's a big party for that make a party now how what things do you think are the most important to plan to make sure the party goes well what are the key three things you need to find out how many guests there are so that you can get the food you also need to um make like some i think yeah, the food, you also have um, how the duration of the party, so what you can actually achieve in that time. Because if it's just like, because if it's for the whole um, like afternoon and evening, then mm-hmm. obviously there are going to be a lot of stuff, a lot of things that you have to do. But if it's only for like the um, morning or the evening, then you don't need to do as many things. You also need to, for the queen, it's going to be very, for the queen's, like, dog, it's very extravagant. So you can't just have, like, some pizza and stuff. You need to have, like, afternoon tea almost or something really fancy because it is really important guests and they wouldn't expect, like, a bowl of what's-its with some carrots and cucumbers. (laughs) (laughs) So you just need to cater for what kind of people are going to be there as well because you don't and also you need to make sure that you don't that you don't just rush it because especially with somebody this important if they give like a bad review lots of people 
who like them could really like get like abandon this business. Yeah, that's true. And it would all be your fault. So you need to make sure that you know the number of people going, the amount of time the party's going to be, and very importantly, what kind of people are going to be there as well. Exactly. Okay, so so that's the three most important things to know. What about in terms of planning? If you could only plan three things for your party in advance, so like you'd only get you know, your food or your venue or your music, if you only pick three things you had to get because it's last minute, what are the three most important things for a party? Well, it says that you already have the building. So that's already been hired out. So mm-hmm. you need the food. You probably need some kind of photo booth kind of thing. Because I know that at like these nice parties, mm-hmm. you have this kind of stuff. And you also probably need... Um, something for the birthday thing dog like this kind of gathering happy birthday to you or woof 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 <laughs> and um yeah and obviously okay. a cake cake mm. and I think you can get like this dog friendly ice cream I've seen it somewhere when I went to the Cotswolds when I went to this like dog friendly cafe you can you yeah. can get stuff that's good for dogs. You can I've I've seen yeah. someone a dog like a little uh, a little dash and eat a full cake because it was just made with uh, like dog biscuits and the icing was made of mashed potatoes. Uh, like oh you can make it look like a real cake, but you wouldn't want to eat it yourself because it tastes like dog yeah. biscuits, potatoes, and, and gravy chunks. <laughs> but dogs will love it. <laughs> yeah. So the three most important things then, if we already have the venue. Uh, make sure people have food, make sure there's something fun to do, like a photo booth, and make sure that if there is special guests, there is something to make it feel special. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. How about this as a last question? Mm-hmm. What is the secret, you think at least, in your mind, to making a great party? Because anyone, anyone can buy food, anyone can, you know, uh, find a nice garden. What is... Amaya's secret to a great party. My secret to a great party is that it has to be in the evening. I don't know, something about that just kind of makes it better. And you need to have like a drinks bar or something like that. Like some like mocktails or a juice bar. You want to make it feel like a fancy party. Something sort of fancy, yeah. I think, okay. and like a disco ball and disco lights and stuff like that. The, the glamour is important then, and the vibe yeah. of the evening. And one of the parties I went to um, for my auntie, they actually had a person doing caricatures of everybody. So They're great. Really They're cool. so good. <laughs> I've got oh. two done. One of them looks crazy. <laughs> I love those caricature artists. They are magic people. They're really cool. Okay. Well, that's Amaya's secret to a great party. I think uh, we have to make sure we steal that when we next go out and plan our parties. So thank you, Amaya, for sharing your secret. So there you have it. What a great conversation that was, filled with some fantastic coaching moments. 
I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or to search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today. If you enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, consider taking a minute to leave us a review. We want to help to inspire as many parents as possible to have these kind of meaningful chats with their kids, and it would mean the world to us if you could give us some feedback. If you could give us a thumbs up or a comment wherever you normally find your podcasts, it'll help us reach more people and improve the show going forward. Thank you for listening.